Critically Chaotic is a rowdy Dungeons and Dragons podcast that consists of adult themes and humor. Content warnings for this episode can be found in the episode description as well as a link to transcripts. Queen, who plays Mogan, was unable to attend this week's session and so is absent from today's episode. Rest, weary traveler, and enjoy. In the last episode, the Vox spent some time planning their next moves. They and Carius spent some time together, bonding while they helped Carius relax from his nightmare. Snow also casually invited Mitra to stay with them while they fixed up the old Thistle hideout to become their next base, and to both their delight, Mitra agreed. The group ultimately did not get very far in their plans, however, as Petal arrived with a distressing message from Leaf, begging for help. Now the group is off towards the town of Mugus, hoping that they won't be too late in finding their panicked friend. Huh? Leaf's totally Leaf fine, right, Sam? Yeah. Completely yeah, fine. Yeah, Leaf, Leaf is fine. There is nothing wrong with Leaf. Leaf is totally fine, guys. How far of a travel is Mugis? Mucus. <laughs> Mucus. <laughs> um, I'll say that, like, it's a it's a pretty... It, like, it's a nicely comprehensive map with all the, like, major, quote-unquote, towns. Um, so, you would be able to know. So, here is the little map. So you guys are in the uh, bottom left triangle right now. And Mugus is the white circle that's like right in the center of the country. East we go. Karis immediately like, fills everybody in on what uh, he just learned from the scroll. Well, we were heading, were we heading north or south? South. But you're only like an Shit. hour's down south. You're not, you're not that far from the city at all. Could Maybe we should get a carriage? Yeah. Would it <laughs> cut or could we just cut through the um forest uh, to go quicker instead of having to go back get a cart? Uh, yeah, you can. You can cut through the forest. Um, it'll still be so. Then, like, you would just take like the straight line, and then it would be two days per like inch instead of the one day by carriage if you took the roads. Um. So let me do like quick math real quick. Hang on. I seem to remember too that we can't return the cart in a small town. It's just like large. That has uh, the outposts. Yeah. So we couldn't even bring a cart there because otherwise it would be for a longer time. We don't know how long we'll be there. And I think ultimately so, it would be quicker if we just go straight across. Yeah. So it is uh, five days travel by cart if you took the main roads. Uh, but like you said, you can't uh, return it in Mugus. Uh, if you cut through, it will be between five and six days travel by foot, or it can be faster if you all uh, wa- uh, move for longer than a typical day's travel. But then that's... Uh, that risks exhaustion, but yeah, just letting you know that it's still an option. Okay, so we'll start heading northeast. All right. So do you all just immediately like swivel and just rush into the the forest area and whatnot? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I feel like we could just say that like whenever Kian or Carius starts um 
panicking when we're like settling down for the night, Vey is like, well, time for our elvish lessons. And she pulls out the book <laughs> and like sits him down by the fire. And it's like, nope, we're doing this instead. Yeah, Aww, that's that would actually be sweet. so cute. Yeah, that's, cute. <laughs> that's very cute. Give Carrie something to focus on. Okay. <laughs> so, Carrie, you are panicking a lot from all of this because your boy is in danger, but um, you're also trying to keep as much of a level head as you can manage, and you're doing fairly well because you have something to focus on, which is leading the group through this area that you're very familiar with, and. So you lead them through the forest and you're helping them avoid like poisonous plants and areas where animals that are territorial would be and being able to continuously find the correct path. Um, and you're, you're doing all of this just kind of by um, without really thinking about it. It's just coming extremely nat- naturally to you. And by the time that the sun is setting, you have made a good chunk of progress through the forest towards Mugus. Okay, Vey will do her thing tonight, then. Doesn't involve anybody else. It's when she is trancing at night. So, I guess she's just sitting by herself one night and trancing. Um, and for... I don't think it's come up yet in session, but um, with elves, they have a certain... At night, instead of, like, dreaming, they sort of go over what happened... They just go over sort of information of the day. They just, it's less dreaming and more just thinking. Um, but for Vey, uh, her, um, they have, she has sort of like a space that she goes to, a mind palace, if you will, but I hate calling it that. Um, Sherlock's mind has, palace. Wow. Um, <laughs> so hers looks like a library. Um, just rows and rows of books, each of the book containing some memory or something important that happened, or even just like a single word. It seems super chaotic to anybody else but her, but it makes sense in her own mind. So when the initial mask thing happened, when she put it on, um, she had gone through her library the night after and looked through the stacks of books and um the rows of bookshelves and there was a weird shadow that was that existed among the books and sort of like flitted at the corner of her eyes and all that and there was the golden mask that she put on that was in an area that she didn't really know existed before in the back of her head um but uh on this particular night she's gonna try and seek it out after because it feels like he took a step back without having with having the disadvantage on wisdom checks gone. Um, and she wants to see what the fuck happened with that. So she's going to start wandering through the rows of bookshelves to see if she can find mask. All right. We are going to do just a couple of checks to see if you are able to find mask in the vastness of your own brain. Love it. So first I am going to need you to do a, We'll do investigation because you're trying to look for the shadow thing that you had seen before. Okay. Oop, that's a natural 18 plus 5, so 23. All right. You walk around for a little bit. At first, it seems like you may have lost it, but then you catch sight of it. And once you catch sight of it, you're able to keep an eye on it. And you're able to kind of see that, like, 
you can't directly focus on it or else it just kind of like disappears into general darkness and then you see no more movement. So you have to just kind of keep an image of it in the corner of your eye as it's going around and that way you're able to keep a hold on it. And so now it is going to be going just kind of deeper and deeper into your mind. And so you are going to have to roll me a wisdom saving throw to see if you are able to enter these deeper recesses of your mind where you kind of keep other things that you don't particularly like to think about locked away. Beautiful. Uh, okay. Uh, 14. Or, sorry, 15. All right. So you head on in there and every so often like small little bits of memories or like pages of books kind of start to appear, start to creep forward from the the shadows that are slowly building around you in this kind of hallway that you're in. And you're able to just keep your gaze completely straight. You don't pay attention to any of them. You don't get distracted by any of them. And you're able to really focus on just what you need to do, which is to go and find... Uh, mask just kind of in the back and so you follow along for quite a bit longer and at this point um, the original area of your library was nice and brightly lit um, it had a lot of very ambient lighting uh, a good area to read through all of your books and whatnot but now the hallway is just completely pitch black it's like you're just walking through a black void um, but even so you still see very slight movement um, out of the corner of your eye as you are following along and I want you to roll one more check, which is a religion check, to see if you can figure out where Mask would necessarily be hiding. Cool. Oh, that's a nat one. Ooh. All right, so you're trying to figure out where Mask would necessarily be hiding, especially in just complete pure darkness, because it seems like he can just be anywhere. And you're trying to think back to what you read um, about the the different people that were involved with Mask. You're trying to think about anything that you know about Mask himself, things that Snow told you, but it's all kind of coming up as a blank because you're trying to focus so hard on not losing this, um, this shadow that you are trying to follow. Uh, if you would like to try something in particular to find your way to Mask other than the religion check which you were unable to pass, then feel free. But otherwise, you will not be able to locate him at this moment. Um, I feel like after she sort of loses her way, Faye stops and she thinks to the mirror and all the things that she's been through with Mask. And she just sort of like says out into the dark and she's like, so are you done then? Is this it? After everything that you did, you're just going to hide in the darkness around my mind? Is this your grand plan? It is... It's very, very quiet as you're speaking out into the nothingness, um, as you're trying to call out to Mask, trying to provoke him, trying to see if anything will get him to reveal himself. And for a long moment, it is just very, very silent. But as the last syllable leaves your lips and kind of is swallowed up by the darkness surrounding you, you can hear some soft, uh, very dark laughter around you. And it's kind of echoing a little bit like it is both very near to you, but also very far away in a big echoing chamber. And 
you you know just like within your very soul that that laughter belongs to Mask, but you aren't quite able to figure out what direction it's coming from. Ah, so you are here. I feel like she gets like a a slow smile that sort of creeps across her face and just like interest. And she sort of just like looks around trying to see him, but she's not actually trying to see him. She's just sort of like, I guess, teasingly look into the darkness a bit. All right. So I'm curious. Why? Why have you stopped with what you were doing? You seem to be having so much fun before. Where? Where did it all go? In a in a similar way, like once you start speaking, the laughter that you had been hearing just disappeared. It's like it was sucked into nothingness. And then, as soon as you finish speaking, a voice just immediately answers you. And this voice is. Unlike the laughter, which sounded like it was very far away in a very echoing type of chamber, this voice is suddenly just right up to your ear, as though someone's lips were just directly next to your face. And it says, Oh, but I am having fun. I'm having so much fun with you. Despite everything that you've done, I have to say, this feeling is sort of mutual. It all... (sighs) Despite what you put me through, it has been kind of enjoyable to have the attention of a god on me. Not gonna lie. Oh, it's not just me. Your entire group is just so special to the bigwigs that are up there running the place. Mm, Very interesting. Well, I... There's been a little idea that's been itching at the back of my mind for a little bit. You seem very capable at accomplishing things in the dark. And, well, that's sort of what I feel, what I want to specialize in. Not in the way that Tamrain does it, no. More of the information sort, the stuff that matters. So, have a proposal. You know that once I get my hands on Tamrain, when I'm powerful enough, I guess. She is going to die. There's no doubt about it. So, what if we made this mutually beneficial for the two of us? Once Tamrain's gone, well, you're going to be down somebody. Who better to replace her than one very similar to her, but better in certain respects? You? You think that I would want you to be following me? Not a follower. I'm not the best at following. I would like to see it more as something mutually beneficial for the two of us. I, I can get things accomplished here that you need me to, given it won't alert the others to what I'm doing, but you won't have Tamrain to get those things done for you anymore. Once she's dead, obviously. So, follower, obviously not. I'm not interested in becoming a part of your little gang. Those masked people are just obnoxious. But, well, you know how I operate. 
You know what I can get done for you? What do you think? What do I think? Well, you know, I certainly wonder what that patron of yours would think if you were trying to team up with the one. The one that they decided to rent you out to. Oh, they just they just couldn't keep your precious mind safe and clean from my hands. And you think that they would be happy if then you started working with me? If they no longer got your undivided attention? Oh, you wouldn't be first before them. You would simply be a, a colleague. Obviously, they're not... They're not gonna disappear. They're still the one that I care for more than anybody else, but well they seem perfectly fine with lending me to you why not continue that deal? It's not like you two can figure something out between the two of you. I should, I'm pretty sure that you have some mutual goals in mind <laughs> oh, you would be surprised. But anyway, Tamrain isn't really all that useful to me. She's a fun little plaything. It's been amusing. But I'm definitely not the one that she's following. Interesting. Huh. Then why is she so interested in you? No, <laughs> why indeed? Also, this entire time, Vey hasn't looked over her shoulder. She's just sort of kept straight forward and, like, eyes flitting around, but she's just letting it whisper into her ear. You know, there's a lot that's in store for you and these people you've decided to follow around with. I'm starting to get that. <laughs> oh, you have no idea. <laughs> what should I do with them? In your opinion? Well, that depends. What do I want you to do with them? Or what do you want to do with them? Or what do other people want you to do with them? There's so many motivations just swirling around all of you. And it makes me wonder what even your motivation is. You're always asking other people what to do. Well, I always find it easiest to accomplish what I need to do when it is tacked alongside what others want to do. That way it's more under the radar. I can slip it underneath what everyone else is wanting. Hmm. And do you think that's a way to stay safe? To keep others safe? To keep from caring again? Seems to have worked well for me so far. Well, I guess we'll just have to see. I guess I'll so. think about your offer, but for now, just be grateful I'm giving you a, a bit of reprieve. I thank you so humbly for that. And I feel like they will... She'll turn around, but not towards the shoulder that it's whispering behind and she won't try and look at Mask because she knows that like she won't be able to see his face anyways but she'll hold out her hand for a handshake just to see what he does oh. okay so 
you hold your hand out for the handshake and you feel his hand touch yours and it's like it feels not quite solid but it feels really really cold like ice and you feel something being placed into your hand and then the hand kind of pulls away and the darkness around you recedes and you're back in the front area of your library as though you hadn't walked away from it and when you look down at your hand it is tamarine's knife <gasps> beautiful <laughs> i feel like they smiles kind of maniacally down at the knife and like flips it a couple times in her hand and then um i think she'll walk to with it in her hand she'll go to the section in her library that contains all of the different um all the books that contain the memories of what happened with Tamrain and the rest of them and just sort of reads through them reminiscing thinking just the smile never really leaving her face and just sort of feeling like out of control but also loving it at the same time all right awesome yeah, this time you aren't, like, woken up by a nightmare or anything. You're able to just <clears throat> trance for the rest of the night. The morning comes. That was comes. so much fun. <laughs> that was so much fun. <laughs> hey, babe. Hey, what the fuck? Hey. Girl, that was okay. so sick. It was very sick, but also, what the fuck? Uh, hey, do you want an elvish lesson, Carius? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that y'all like the laughter. <laughs> oh, I made it. It fucking Zan. made it. Zan, you're fucking scary, and I love it. Zan, Why, thank you. Stop being so good at your job. So, you are able to avoid further uh, interruptions along your way. And... Uh, as you are getting a lot closer to Mugus, you think that you're maybe like a day's travel away from Mugus. Uh, Petal starts getting a lot more irritated. She has primarily been perched on uh, Carius's shoulder or just been held by Carius. And uh, this is when she kind of starts to get agitated and gets out of Carius's grip and kind of goes into the sky again and is circling above you all like she's kind of looking around while keeping close and then she swoops down uh, near you all and then kind of takes off as though to to lead the way. Carries is immediately turning in whatever direction she's going and following her trusting her instincts. Yep, same hat. Alright. All Can I just look around? Sorry, before we split off, I just want to take a look around to see if there's anything around. Like, if we're yeah. being followed or something. Alright. Um, roll perception. Can I also... Have bl- have guidance. Can I also roll perception? Sure. I've been keeping y'all's passive in mind, so... Oh, okay. I got a natural 19 for... And with guidance, I got a 22. <laughs> Alright. It's weird. Uh, uh, is there any... No, go ahead first. There does not appear to be anybody following you. And it would be really easy awesome. to spot because you all are in open plains, so there's not really a lot of areas for people to like hide and sneak after you. Alright. Uh, lady? I was gonna ask if there was anything that I could climb up, but... Nope. Irrelevant now. 
The occasional tiniest of trees. <laughs> Alright. I look at them longingly. <laughs> L- the longing. Alright. So, um, so you all are about a day's travel outside of Mugus and, uh, sorry, Mugus, and you, uh, it's been all just very, uh, large expanses of plains and some hills with the occasional tree or bush. It has not been, there's not really been a lot of structures or anything of that kind, but as you get over a hill, you are able to spot just a, just a little cottage that is just out in these plains. Uh, in the very distance, you're able to see what you can assume to be uh, Mugus. Um, you can see like a, a ver- little dots of houses and what appears to be kind of like a cluster of homes like a town. But there is just this isolated um, cottage, which Petal seems to be heading towards. Um, I think Carius would like seeing... Uh- pedal head to the cottage i think he would turn to jerome and ask can can uh, i can wild ship can we sneak over there see what we can see no yeah i was about to suggest that that's a good idea as soon as he gets confirmation from jerome that that's what their plan is he like turns into a cat and leaps onto jerome's shoulders can i send um l ahead invisible flying uh yeah l would probably keep close to the ground versus like high in the sky like usual because um. Yeah, his wings are still pretty messed up, but I he want can go to. Ahead. I, I yeah, I want um L to check in the windows anyways to just like actually go in low makes better like makes more sense, and then okay. to check out the windows. Okay. So L heads on. Does L head out, and then you're waiting before Jerome and Carius go, or is L going with Jerome and Carius? Um. Probably ahead of them, um, just in case there's someone like outside and Elle can warn them beforehand. So L heads up first, and you're able to see through L's senses um, as he approaches. And it's a very quaint little cottage. Um, it's got very nice stonework. It's got a little garden in the front. Um, and then a slightly bigger garden in the back. The front one seems to be primarily flowers and looks all nice and pretty along with the rest of the cottage. And then the one in back appears to be more so herbs and spices and um, other types of plants that aren't necessarily for show. They're more so for utility. And Elle heads up to the... Uh, heads up to one of the windows while invisible and just carefully perches on the windowsill and peeks inside. And uh, just from glancing around inside from this angle, uh, he does not spot a leaf anywhere inside, but he does uh, spy um, another tiefling. Uh, This one is female with uh, really long hair who is currently... Um, putting together what seems to be like some tea just in the kitchen, just uh, boiling some tea uh, in a kettle over a fire and putting some tea leaves together. Uh, does there seem to be like any trap doors on the ground? Is it just one room or multiple? Uh, multiple rooms. This is the um, main one into what appears to be like the living room kitchen e area. Okay. Uh can L check if there's any trap doors on the ground before 
Uh, sure. Do you want to roll 4L or do you want me to? You can. Okay. I will roll investigation for L then. Okay. L looks around, being very careful, checking along the windows. A lot of the windows have curtains that are drawn, so L can't see inside most of them. Um, but he checks the front door, he checks the little back door, and he checks the other windows that he's able to find, and he does not find any traps on them. Wait, what color is the tiefling? Uh, green. <gasps> green. Can Can I have... Can I do an arcana check on the whole area? Uh, sure. Like, what What precisely? I want to see if I can see any, like, illusions or anything. Probably okay. through, through L's eyes, but... Uh, yeah. So roll arcana. Okay, um, do roll... I use my... Yeah, roll arcana with disadvantage because you're, like, trying to determine things from what you see secondhand through L. Okay. But then with my modifier? Yes. Awesome. Okay, that is a 10. Um, There doesn't appear to be, like, any kind of, like, big illusions uh, around the house or anything of that sort. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. There it is. Okay. I found what I should have written down. So... There is uh, one, there, or sorry, technically two traps. There's a trap that is found on both of the doors, the front door and the back door. And um, it is basically like um, a triggered spell. So it's where if you open the door, said spell would be triggered on the person that is opening the door. Um, So roll, yeah, roll Arcana for me with again with disadvantage to see if you can identify what the spell is. You know that like there is a thing that would happen. There is a trap there, but you're not sure what it is until you identify it. Okay. Uh I got a 12. Um you aren't sure exactly what it is. You know that it is a damaging spell of some kind. It would cause harm versus just like make a distraction. Um but you're not sure exactly what kind or how powerful. Okay. Um I feel like then uh L would fly over and just plant itself plant himself on Jerome's face to try and stop him. Okay. So Jerome, you're like halfway towards the cottage as you've been sneaking, and you suddenly just feel this force on your face, um, just out of nowhere, and then L becomes visible, and there's just a big moth owl creature on your face. <laughs> Jerome, Jerome just screams and alerts the alerts the teeth like, oh, <laughs> "What have I done? <laughs> I took the joke too far." <laughs> <laughs> Not again. <laughs> um, Jerome doesn't scream, but he does startle. Uh, and he, like, kind of takes a little bit back and whispers, like, Something up? Is, is, is there... Why? I can talk to Elle, can I? Because I'm in um, cat form. Uh, yes, because I said you could talk to Tarion in dog form so you can talk to all the animal familiars in animal form 
I've made no, that a canon thing. Yes, <laughs> you can talk to Elle. Elle, what's going on? It's it's re- it's real bad over there. There there's some magic that's over there, in and, and it's gonna it's gonna hurt you if you open that door. So you really you really shouldn't. Mm, no no. <laughs> okay, we're not gonna open the door. Um, right now we just want to look around. Can you tell us what the inside looks like? Who's in there? Can you is Leaf in there? Oh, I, I I I couldn't find him. I I only saw one. It was it was another tiefling that had green skin, really long hair, making some tea. I couldn't tell what type of tea it was. I really tried. I tried to look, couldn't see it. Um um and 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 there is spell on the doors, and there are a couple windows, but that's about it. Carius Carius like considers that for a second, then he says, "Um, is the spell? Could you tell? Could the spell trigger if I knocked on the door?" Um, no, I think it was, I think it was based on if, 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 if the door opened, if, if you went in. Okay. Thank you, L. Um, and I think, I think Karius is going to go ahead and hop off of Jerome's shoulders so he can turn back into a tiefling and he's going to relay everything he just learned to Jerome and then say, I want to get a look at her. Um, I don't know if you remember, but I know Leaf has a sister and it's possible Petal is bringing us to someone who can help, so I at least want to look at her and... and, uh, I don't know. I just... Maybe we should just talk to her after we take a look ourselves. Hey, quick question. Uh, Could you ask Petal what happened? Long pause as both me and Carius realized this was an option the whole time. Um... <laughs> Speak with animals works with familiars, right, Zan? <laughs> Sorry, say that again. That. Speak with animals, the spell, it still works on familiars since it works on Terry. Uh with animal type familiars, yeah. So Petal is not an animal type familiar. Petal Petal's Petal's a dragon. I need to look at what speak with animals necessarily entails it says you gain the ability to comprehend and verbally communicate with beasts yeah i need to i need to oh yeah no if it's specifically beasts i'll double check the pseudo dragon but i don't think it counts which technically uh l also wouldn't count because she's an imp but he takes the form of animals so like i'm like okay whatever it's close enough yeah, dragon type, not the beast. So, unfortunately not. Because, yeah. Well, Carrie's is still going to catch her attention um, while she... Quick question to, to Alex. Rules lawyer. Rules lawyer. Present. <laughs> <laughs> um, dragons, like, like real regular dragons, speak draconic, right? That's their whole thing? Or do they have their own separate language from draconic that people can learn? Um, let me check. Hold on. This is not my monster manual book. I believe they just, yeah, they just talk. Yeah, they speak draconic. They speak common and draconic, actually. Okay. Um, would a pseudo-dragon dragon speak draconic? And because I know that some of y'all know draconic. Petal's um, languages are common and draconic, but I just don't know yeah. if 
as a familiar if they can then still speak it or not. For for Pseudo Dragon, it says it understands common and draconic, but it can't speak, but it does have limited telepathy, so it can magically communicate simple ideas, emotions, and images. Okay. That can under with a creature within hundred feet that can understand a language. I can understand okay, so a language. Then Petal could do that in a bit of a weird way. Okay. Also, I just realized L can actually just talk. <laughs> it's an imp. They're an imp, so they have infernal and common languages, which oh. is really funny to me. Okay, so hang on. So we're learning just for me today. to know in the future, L yeah. can talk whenever they want. Yep. <laughs> Petal can use Petal telepathy to communicate like images and ideas and feelings. Yes, but not yes. actual words. Yes. Okay. And then Terry is a bird. And then Terry is a bird. <laughs> yes. We got it all. all the rabbit is a rabbit. <laughs> I Terry is a bird. I don't, uh, unless Carrie's can't understand Petal, I don't think he's going to turn back just yet. Um, but I do think he's going to try and call her over to communicate with her because she's, okay. she's still flying around, right? Yeah, Petal has been flying anxiously around the, the cottage to be like, this one, this one. Um, and finally turns and, and comes back on over. Carrie's like holds out his arms for her to land it. And then when she's like chilling with him again, he asks, I don't know why I didn't think to ask you this sooner, but can you, I know you have, because I imagine Leaf told him some of this at some point. Um, some, I, can you communicate with me at all? Um, who this is, why we, if, if Leaf is here or if he's somewhere else, just, what can you tell me? Uh, Petal kind of shifts around really anxiously and then bumps uh, her head into Carius's shoulder. And Carius, you get like kind of a, a bit of a vibe um, in your brain and you can't pick out anything concrete or in particular, but you pick up a lot of feelings of fear and you get the occasional flashing image of... Um, a, a bigger figure of some kind and a weapon. And that's about all that you can really pick up from what Petal is trying to communicate with you. Okay. Um, because this is like simple yes or no questions, he's going to ask, is Leaf in this cottage? Uh, Petal kind of gives a fervent nod and flaps her wings really hard. Is the tiefling that Elle saw in this college cottage a danger? Uh, Petal does a few uh, flying circles in the air, and you get a feeling of uncertainty coming off of her. Is this who took Leaf, or is it someone else? Um, uh, rephrase. Is this who took Leaf? Uh, shaking of the head. Okay. Carius, after getting that information, go- looks at Jerome again and says, I think we should just talk to her. Maybe get the others, I don't know, but we. I think we should talk to her. I don't think we're going to get any information from outside. I, if you, if you say so, I don't, I don't know if that's, like, Leaf is in that cottage. I don't, mm. I mean, what, Al already scouted it out, I'm not sure there's much else we can do, and if the door is trapped, I know you can, it's magic, it, Magically trapped, right? 
not yeah. physical trap that Jerome can disarm. Okay. Um, yeah, magical. And if it's a magical trap, the best way for us to get inside is for her to open the door. Or, hear me out, there are windows. <sighs> okay. We should probably check. I, ch- I, check. I don't think those are trapped. Uh, if Elle was checking for traps around, probably would have seen a trap on the window with the magic stuff. So Yes. Can probably go through a window if that's... Here's mm-hmm. my suggestion, then. And we should check this with Snow and Vey, but maybe one of us talks to her and the others go through a window. Increases our, ch- our chances of her not spotting the people going through the window anyway. Maybe two and two, then, uh, instead? Just in case things go, uh... Bad. Belly up. Okay. Yes. That... Good. Um, let's, let's relay this to Vey and Snow. Works for me. And he goes back to Vey and Snow. Snow just kind of raises her eyebrows at them like a, what'd you figure out? I think Vey would just fill in Snow as they were talking, because she was looking and listening through L. (laughs) Never mind that. (laughs) So do you both, are you both okay with that? So we go front, talk to her. Also, the fact that there's magical traps, I don't know if they have something that would alert them that somebody was sneaking through another window. I mean, Not damaging, but I didn't notice it before, but also I was specifically looking for traps. So We could check before we, or whoever is at the window can check before they go through the window, use a, maybe a detect magic spell if anyone has that. Don't have that? Oh, I don't think no. I either. I'm trying. Snow shakes her head sadly. I'm debating internally because I haven't actually prepared Carius' spells for the day because I've been distracted. Um, if Carius would have uh, prepared that for today. Because he does have that. Luck roll? Yeah. If Zan's okay with that. Yeah. Yeah? Okay. <laughs> okay, so now. <laughs> I got a five. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Carius just kind of curses under his breath. I don't- I didn't fucking prepare it. Okay. Well, I could leave L with the two of you if we- and I could start talking to the girl, and if I can- if I can convince her- I don't know that we're here to help or something, I don't know. But if I- if I talk her down and I get invited in, then perhaps you shouldn't go in- that way. Okay. Um, Fair enough. I do think that either you or I should go with Jerome, so if you want me to go with Jerome, that's fine. That's probably better. I'm the best at talking out of all of us. Okay. I, d- I definitely think that they should lead the uh, conversation. Yeah, I'm not. Conversation's not my strong suit. I'm better at the sneaky, sneaky thing. Understood. Um, what should I say to her? Do you want to go with the honest route and say you're looking f- Oh god, that sounds like a bad idea. As soon as I said it out loud. I don't know. Carious, <laughs> Honesty yeah, yeah. is the best. Mm. Mm. It, it makes the most sense right now. Honestly. Try and maybe, I don't know, get a vibe of uh, who she is before you say anything about Leaf, maybe? We could always start it off as... um we are we're we're looking for a missing person, 
and yeah. want to know if she has seen anybody and kind of go from there and see what her reaction to that is. Where's Mitra going? I was going to ask that after. I was going <laughs> to be like, Mitra oh, yeah. was there. <laughs> <laughs> how about, wait, how about, um, I think Mitra should go with Jerome and K- Actually, no. Just in case the girl starts flipping out and attacking us, we should have Mitra with us. She can beat a man to death with her fists. Maybe not with Snow and I, but sneaking off to the side. Back up. Like, kind of kind of between all of us. Yes. Can go either way. Okay, I like that. <laughs> okay, I guess I'll then talk to her, ask if there's if they've seen a missing person, and then slowly start expanding off of that. That, that sounds like a plan. Seems man. like the best way to go. Worst case scenario, you play the part of the uh, pagoda's witness and uh, tell her about your religion. I can do that, you know. <laughs> Sounds great. I'll make sure to do that. Not you, but the Snow, Snow knows her uh, religion stuff, so you can probably talk about whatever. I can make something up for sure. <laughs> yeah. Religious folks go door to door all the time trying to convert folks, so it's it wouldn't be an unusual sort of deal. Snow just kind of gives him a long look of like, hmm, okay. <laughs> just a thought. Are we good to go? Re- remind me of the, the groups. Carius and Jerome are together to the window. Mitra is between everyone is back up and Snow and Vay are approaching the door. Okay. I'd say before everybody splits up, or like right as everyone's about to slip up, Snow just gives Mitra a little kiss on the forehead. Cute. Aww. She kisses your cheek. And uh, I'll pass. Carries, are you going as a animal? I might when we try to sneak in, but for now I'll um, stay wild shape until, I mean, stay out of wild shape until um, I know whether or not we need to, we should um, not go in, because he, Doesn't it last for like two hours now? It does, but I don't want to waste my one wild, sh- my lasting wild shape if, like, out of care. Uh, 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 hello? <laughs> <laughs> no, I get it. Don't worry, I get it. It's fine. <laughs> Just double checking. Yeah. So then, um, they will hand L over to Carius. Carius <laughs> gently takes. I feel. I like the uh, the image of Terry Petal and L just on various places on Carius. It's it it fits. Uh, I love it. Yeah, it's a vibe. Okay, let's head out. Alrighty. Um. Okay. So Snow and uh, they y'all don't need to roll anything because you're just going to the front door. You're not being all sneaky. Um. And then Jerome and Carius, you will roll for stealth because you're going up to a window to find a way in. Okay. Gay fear. Oh, that's not bad at all. Uh, I got an 18. I got a 21. All right. You guys are successfully sneaking and quiet up to a window. Um, So there are... There's one window that is looking into like the kitchen living room area, which is where Elle looked into. And then there are three other windows around that have uh, curtains drawn, so you can't see like where that is like going into. So what window are you going to be waiting near? Start out with the one closest to the front first to hear whether or not things go well as far as like talking, I guess. Okay. All right. Then they and Snow, you get to the door. 
I'm also going to say snow is going to stand, like, not super far back, but just make it very obvious that, like, Vey's the one leading the conversation, and she's just there as, like, you know, part of the group, but not really up in the forefront. Okay. And Vey will knock on the door. You hear some slight shuffling from inside, and then the door opens, and the tiefling that Elle saw before is at the door. Uh, yes, may I help you? Hi, um, <sighs> my name is Vey, um, and I was wondering if recently you had seen somebody that in the past couple of weeks I had been traveling with. Um, they are a tiefling, much like yourself. Um, green, unlevel horns. Have you seen them? She, she kind of like is quiet for a moment as she regards you. Um, and she says, um, I'm not sure you've been, you've been traveling for this person. Have they gone missing or... Yes, uh, last we heard they were traveling in this direction, and your cottage is the first in a little while, and I was wondering if you had seen them. Uh, what did you say your name was? Faye. She kind of, like, glances past you, um, kind of at snow, and she says, it's just the two of you that are looking for your friend? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sorry, I don't, I don't recall running across um, someone with that description. Can I uh, do a quick little inside check on that sentence there? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm also gonna... (laughs) Okay. That's uh, a... Ooh! I not 20 I got a 15. All right. Uh, yeah, you're both able to tell that she's she's lying. She's lying out of her teeth. Oh, I'm really sorry to hear that you haven't seen. Them. Is there anybody else that you live with that might have, um, that perhaps may have seen them? No, I live alone. Can I inside check that as well? Yeah. Hey, seventeen. Uh, she's telling the truth that she. Generally lives alone, yeah. Okay, I okay, just to see if I get any more information. I got a twenty six. Um, she generally lives alone, but that maybe is not currently the case. <sighs> well, that's really rather unfortunate. Um, I was wondering. We've been walking for like five days straight. Uh, perhaps could I take a little break inside your home? You seem like a lovely cottage. Uh. Can I look behind and, like, is the tea visible that she was pouring? Uh, it's still boiling over the, um, over the fire, so you can see it kind of, like, on there. Hmm. Uh, how, also, how similar does this woman in front of me look to Leaf? Um, I mean, compared to the other tieflings you have come across in this adventure, they both have the, they both have the, the green skin, dark green hair. Final question. Do they have, does a woman have like a components pouch or some sort of arcane fo- focus looking thing on their person? Um, do an investigation roll for me. Okay. Am I also able to yeah. do one? Uh, 13. Okay. <laughs> 
19. Okay. I've already forgotten the number that Alex said. 13. <laughs> 13. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so, uh, they doesn't immediately see anything, but Snow, you're able to make out um, what appears to be like a kind of she what what at first appears to just be like a strip of like leather kind of like a leather belt uh kind of across her chest you're able to see um beneath uh part of her cloak there's actually like a little bag that you can assume holds like a focus or a spell book or something of some kind shit uh can i just like clear my throat and to get Vay's attention and kind of look at where it is so that Vay can kind of follow my gaze and see it Faye will try her best to look as nonchalantly as possible. <laughs> um, roll, roll performance if you're trying to, to keep it not very obvious. Yeah, that'd be great. Okay. Uh, I hope your performance is good. Mine is Okay, that's a uh, 17 plus 3 for a dirty 20. Alright. Um, she doesn't seem to really notice your your casual glance. It's very quick and you're able to spot it. Okay. Um it once Vey Vey sort of like looks over and like sees the the water boiling assumedly for tea. She's like, "Oh, I see you're having tea. Could I perhaps get a cup of that? I haven't had something nice and warm to drink in a while and it's starting to get to the winter months." What would she say to that? <laughs> <laughs> Can I try to do like a persuasion or something? Yeah, do a persuasion, and then also, Snow, do you have uh, your weapons kind of visible on your person? Are they just, like, on your back or on your belt or something? Uh, they're on my back, so the way that she kind of has it, so, like, her her shield is behind her backpack, and then her uh, battle axe is, like, shoved into that, but her hand axe would be dangling on her okay. belt. Um, I got a 14. Did Would I see her looking... A bit nervous towards Snow's weapons. Um, let me see if she's subtle about it. <laughs> she is not subtle about it, so yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> once they they notes that she'd be like, "Oh, I'm so sorry. I could leave my sister out here if you'd like. She's, she's a bit. She looks a bit terrifying, but she could stay out here." Snow gives a small smile and nod, kind of understanding what Bay is getting at. So you want to come in for tea, but you're willing to leave the other person of your traveling party outside when you want to come in to get warm. Yeah, I've... Snow would would speak up at that and go, "Uh, quite honestly, cold has never affected me as much as my sister. The cold never bothered me yet. (laughs) (laughs) Also, also, they would would pipe up and be like, well... When you've been traveling with your sibling for five straight days, it sort of gets to the point where you want to just punch him across the face a bit. So I'm really looking forward to a little moment of reprieve. I'm sorry, but I feel like that's actually kind of truth. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm not going to I'm not going to make you roll discussion or anything. Uh, And she says, I'm not very comfortable letting strangers into my home. That's fine. Uh, Faye's going to try and cast term person on her. Oh, okay. How's that go? So uh, I believe it's a wisdom say. Let me just pull it up. Oh, there it is. Wisdom saving throw. Um, yeah, just regular. Okay. 
and my spell to save DC is uh, 13. Okay. Uh, what do you say to try to cast, uh, to try to charm her so we can see how this goes? Um, I feel like they would, I feel like she'd like turn on the charm a little bit and be like, just kind of out of nowhere. Cause it's like, um, cause it's part of the spell. She turns people with this, but she just sort of goes like, now that I'm looking at you a bit, your eyes are a beautiful color. I don't even know what color her eyes are, but. <laughs> Lesbian flirting. Um, all right. So you, you tell her that she has beautiful eyes and she says, thank you, but you really should be on your way. So hang a real brief pause there because this conversation has been going on for a little bit. Um, Carius and Jerome, you have been at the window. Yeah. Just kind of peeking in. Um, after overhearing, uh, the, the, the lady start asking about how many people there are, um, Jerome is definitely going to start moving towards a more back, uh, window just to like not be immediately visible upon trying to okay. sneak in. All right. Um, okay. So the window is locked. You can try to unlock it using your thieves tools. Um, actually before that. Uh, I want to see a perception check if there's anybody that I can hear inside. Okay. Ooh, I'll join you in that. Are you going to each window, or are you going to just one uh, specific window to listen in? Uh, let's go the window furthest. Or no, let's go, mm, let's go each window, actually. I could... We could also stay at the window we want to sneak into, and I could ask one of the familiars to check for us as well, maybe. Um, okay. I would I would roll for them if you do that. Maybe we could all check one right. window, because <laughs> there's enough of us that we could all just <laughs> check one window. Okay. Um, yeah, so each of you roll um, investigation, and I will also roll for the animals. I got 17. I got... Uh... 22. <laughs> All right. And then they got that one. Okay. All right. So, Jerome, um, you do not hear anything from your window. Carius, you also do not hear anything from your window. And then when Terry and Elle report back from the third window um, on the other side of the house, they shake their heads to say that there is no... They, they heard nothing inside. All right. Okay. Um, I would like to use my mage hand, which can go invisible, um, inside of the house to peek open the curtains so we can look through and see what's in the rooms that are curtained off. So a hand appears and... Uh, pulls the curtain back very carefully, and inside it appears to be a bedroom. Um, there is uh, no, there's no one in the bedroom. It is a double bed. Um, it has uh, a bunch of books inside, some random trinkets lying around. Um, but overall, it's pretty clean inside. All right. Can we see any trap doors or anything like that inside? Uh, roll investigation. Okay. I will also check for uh, hidden things. Twelve. Seven. You do not spot Just any trapdoors? In- uh, 
look at the other windows too. Yep. <laughs> Same strat. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna clarify my investigation check. I also want to see if there's any sign of like just hidden things that doesn't have to necessarily be trapdoors. Okay. Um, I'll use your same investigation rolls for all three of the rooms. So it was, what was it? Something in seven? Twelve. Uh, Twelve and seven. If you're going to use the same ones, can I use Lucky to spend a luck point to see if I can get something better? Go for it, yeah. Uh, ooh, that is much better. That is a 19. Okay. Um, okay, so the second room that you peek into appears to be a bathroom of some kind. Um, just very, very simple and clean. And then the third room that you peek into. Um, at first you don't see anyone in there. It's another bedroom. Um, that looks a bit messier. Um, however, Jerome, you spot, um, what appears to be, um, Leaf's bag. And then when, once you spot that, you look a little bit harder and a little more carefully. And then you spot Leaf that is, uh, pretty well hidden behind, uh, the bed in the room. Just, just spot Leaf? Yeah, Leaf is Leaf is crouched down, hand over his mouth, kind of keeping quiet. Um, <laughs> uh, can we sneak into that there no, window? No, wait, I'm gonna I'm gonna have the mage hand become visible, go down in front of Leaf, uh, and wave and point back at the window. Oh, uh, what is what does Leaf do, Sayla? Leaf, well, Leaf's eyes widen. Um, kind of recognizing the hand um, and kind of carefully, um, like as suddenly as he can, like looks behind him in case it's not who he thinks it is. But he, he sees them at the window, right? Yeah, I assume the mage hand would have just like pulled the curtains back completely. So then they're just in the window <laughs> waving at you. Yeah. <laughs> he, he gives them this look like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> like he, he looks... He looks like, like surprised, like like not angry, but just kind of like I, I can't believe you guys. <laughs> Critically chaotic is a Dungeons and Dragons podcast brought to you by the following people. The DM is Zand, who can be found as at Zandir on all platforms. They is played by Alex, who simply cannot be found. Snow is played by Bean, aka Alexa, who can be found in a variety of ways, but mainly at Alexandra underscore Jaden on Twitter. Carius is played by Kian, who can be found as at LostFanboy on most platforms. Jerome is played by Lady, who writes, quote, and that's all you get, you dirty gremlins. Mogan is played by Queen, who chooses not to be located at this time or ever. Leaf is played by Sayla, also known as Strawberry Online, who can be found as at underscore Strawberry Milk on Twitter. The theme song is Melody by Emery. If you would like to support Critically Chaotic, please consider leaving a five-star review and following us on whatever podcast listening platform you are currently using. You can find us at Crit Chaotic Pod on Twitter with no underscores, where we post updates and retweet fan content. For any other platform you would like to see us on, please look in the description. We will see you next week for the continuing adventures of Box Anima. Have a great week, everyone.
they. <laughs> that perfectly sums it up. Ah, uh, they. <laughs> we went through all that nonsense to say they, and Vey's like, hey, what if I just go up and talk to him and maybe form a professional relationship with him? What? <laughs> hey, you don't attack your coworkers. It's the best way to stay safe. <laughs> <laughs>